Scotty, my laptop has gone bad and now I'm sad. Scotty, my laptop has gone bad and now I'm sad. Scotty, my laptop screen has turned all green and the genius folks, they will be mean and woe has befallen me. Well, that was definitely an improvement. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I'm not sure I did. Not sure I'd have given money to listen to it, but you know, it was. (laughs) I didn't feel like vomiting and ripping my own innards out, so it was a good start. (laughs) Well, I, I, you know, I think the reason why you might have liked it is because at its core, it's a revelation of my sadness this morning. Would you like to hear about my sadness this morning? John, will will hearing about my sadness this morning make you happy? John, I sense this is going to be uh, an episode of sadness. Uh, yes. So there we. I mean, because I have sad news as well. So it's um, it's uh, oh well, it's sad for me. I don't know if anyone else will give a shit, but there we are. John, 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 <laughs> pour out your emotion. Give us, you know, your counselors are all of all of us listener are ready. We just just go for it. Okay. So I got home last night and I had something that I had to 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 finish. Um, I had to sneak something to release this week, which normally we don't ever do. We frown on doing it after we make our release cut, but this is something that, that we have to do for reasons I can't really explain. Um, uh, so I figured out oh, it's no problem. You know, that I started the test when I got on the shuttle and I got home and checked to see if they passed, which they did. It's like, okay, that's great. You know, let's get it in. It's a small change. It's, it should be okay. Um, but then I opened up my laptop and I noticed that the right-hand edges and the bottom edges had this weird pattern, kind of like the 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 opening segment of a Netflix thing where you hear the ta-dum and you see this weird, you know, thin shafts of light that expand. Well, that's what the right side of my laptop looks like. So the screen is is about to give up the ghost. I mean, the computer works all, all well and good, but it's kind of hard to work if I have lost that screen real estate and it's probably going to uh, only spread. So that is enough to ruin my day because I really, you know, normally I I really can't afford the downtime. I can't afford the downtime particularly because there's no solution that doesn't involve me having to do something where I have to, you know, back up the contents of of this machine um, so that I can transfer it to a new machine while this one sits in the repair shop or maybe I get a new one and sell the old, I don't know. But, you know, one way or another I'm in for um, a, a temporary world of hurt, and I wanted to have a relaxing morning this morning looking at the Apple announcements, but instead I'm going to be biking down to Central Computer in San Francisco, which is one of the few places in the city where you can actually buy things in stock, and I have to buy something in stock because my fucking, you know, trusty Samsung 2 terabyte external SSD drive, which I use for time machine backups, seems to also have just disappeared from from <laughs> from the dataverse which and all this is making me very sad and concerned and worried scotty so you're telling me that netflix the multi-billion dollar company does not have spare laptops in stock they do but those spare laptops are down in los gatos and i'm up here in san francisco and wednesday is work from home day and my you know my loving wife needs the car this morning so there's no and even if i did that you know, even if I, whatever mechanism I have to bring a brand new laptop to me, you know as well as anyone that, you know, to get Xcode installed, to get, you know, to check out the build, to do all those different things uh, takes a, a, a quite a bit of time. And and truth be told, restoring a, a, a brand new machine from backup, from a, a physically attached hard drive, oftentimes is, is about the same time as, as, you know, taking a brand new laptop and installing everything you need, all the shell configuration, all the everything you need to be able to do all the development, including for which, 
including, which for me today includes doing some endpoint work, which means I have to have the whole node uh, set up and Docker and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, <laughs> it's not fun. I mean, it just happens, but I'm sad. Failure, failure comes at a uh, always at an inconvenient time, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, it's funny. So, you know, it, and this is the other thing. I don't know how how often you have occasion to try and, and get hardware repaired. It's it, there used to be fairly easy to go to an explicit portion of an Apple store's website and say, I would like to book a genius appointment. They trusted people to do it. But I guess just like 911, you know, you can have people calling 911 in the United States, the emergency services uh, phone number in case uh, there is a listener that's in the UK right now or somewhere outside America. Um, and so people will call, say, like, hey, 911, what's your emergency? Ah, I ordered a pizza 30 minutes ago. It hasn't arrived and I'm upset. So I think similar things probably happen in Genius Bar. But this in particular case, it's very clearly a hardware problem. I mean, I, you know, uh, <laughs> and so I figured, okay, well, let's use the trusted Apple, you know, store. You know, Apple has a dedicated iOS support app. So I figure that should be the best experience. And I get there and, you know, it steps you through all the different options. And then it gives all these, you know, possibilities for self-diagnosis, none of which fit the situation in this particular case. And then I opt to, you know, send a message. And then that, that seems to disappear into the ether. And then they says, contact us. So I start the contact chat. And then I explain the situation. And the person is perfectly friendly and nice and, and well-trained on, on, on the casual California argo that they expect me to use. I was like, ah, gotcha, dude. <laughs> New problem. <laughs> Which is either a really decent AI or a well-trained human or a comically trained human. And I actually sent them a video, which I could include in the show notes. And I said, well, maybe they figured that since I work at Netflix, they I would appreciate the pattern that is now permanently on my screen. <laughs> yes, but we'd have to say this. Your, your laptop has been Netflixed. Exactly. Yeah. And so, uh, and it was a, a kind of like in the end. It took about five minutes of of thoughtful, you know, reactions. Then, then finally says, "Well, okay, you know, what country and what zip code are you in?" It's like, okay, <laughs> United States nine four one one. One moment, please. And they 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 ultimately get you a magic URL, which doesn't, you know, which is not. It can be acted upon when when tapped, but it can't really easily be found on the website, if if at all. Which then magically lets you, you know, at a particular store, find out what slots are available. And the earliest slot available today was whatever noon in Berlin game, which is twenty miles away. Um, so I don't know. The world is not as easy as it used to be. What, you mean you used to be able to just get a new laptop by 8 a.m. on a day when it went wrong? Something like that. Well, I mean, not entirely, but it used to be, I guess, I remember in the earlier days of the Genius Bar, it was pretty easy to get an appointment. Um, and I suppose with Apple's rising popularity, there's, there's more demand for, for the Genii. I have to be honest, at the moment, most of the time, I have two laptops that have set up to work on what I'm working on. So if one fails, I could switch to the other one. Uh, I mean, the second one might be, you know, a bit underpowered, or I might be a couple of versions, yeah. couple of versions of Xcode out, or I might have a tool missing. But it's, you know, it's probably one that, you know, has been within the last three months of, of what I was doing. So that if something did go totally wrong, I should be able to, you know, fire that up and within an hour or two be working again. Uh, it's just because I happen to have laptops lying around. Um, although, 
um, in fairness, as my children's laptops break, that I bought them for their, you know, various significant birthdays, um, they tend to be picking up these old ones, so I have less and less to choose from <laughs> now to do yeah. them. But, uh, yeah, that's because it is. It's massively, they always go wrong at massively inconvenient moments. That is true. And talking of going and wrong it, at massively inconvenient moments, can I tell you my bad news? Or do you just wish to keep weeping out? No, no, no. I, I would love nothing more than to hear tales of your woe. So <laughs> this morning I released the wrong build of a client app to the App Store. Oh, no. Now, the build is Okay. Nothing wrong in the build, but it has the wrong icon on it. Uh, oh, Scotty. So, <laughs> That's uh, the most visible failure. Yeah. So fortunately, <laughs> it was um, a phased rollout. So I managed to stop that pretty quickly because I noticed quickly. So people will not be getting it on automatic updates because the phased rollout is paused. But of course, it, it's now appearing in the App Store with the wrong icon on there. And so, of course, you can't take a build off of sale, go back go back to the old one. You've got to put a new one in. Uh, so very quickly, just like uh, doing, and, and you can't, unfortunately, the build I put out with the wrong icon had a higher build number than the build that should have gone out. So you can't submit again with a build number lower than the previous build number. So I had to do a whole new prepping a build to get a new build number, uh, put it in, and go through all the process. And, of course, now I have to go through app review again. Um, and now I know, don't go wrong, there could be expedited reviews, but um, uh, basically the the client is um, on an eight-hour time difference from me, so they're not necessarily even aware this is happening yet as we speak. Our audience <laughs> know beforehand. Um, so, uh, so we'll say the shit has not yet hit the fan. Uh, I mean, don't go, I'm not hiding this. I'm just saying, you know, I'm not sure of the, the, the consequence yet. So, I mean, app review. But, of course, you know, uh, app review is reasonably fast these days. I'm hoping I would normally get an app review through today. Um, there really is nothing different in this to the last one. But there is always that risk that a second app review in the same period this one gets rejected because with this app occasionally gets rejected for some strange esoteric reason. And of course, if that happens, we know what's happening in about an hour's time, don't we? Yes. It is the Apple event. And often at the Apple events, they say you can submit your iOS 16 apps using Xcode 14 for review now. So I'm expecting in possibly the next two or three hours for literally hundreds of thousands, if not millions of apps to hit app review. So I am <laughs> I am here <laughs> desperately hoping that our app doesn't get rejected that got through just about 12 hours ago. <laughs> Um, because if it does, we go to the back of the queue and uh, we now sit there where there's all this iOS 16 app, app review stuff going in and our app will be sat there. Now, obviously, I, I suspect that um, you know, when a client comes online in the next hour or two, they might choose to press the expedited review button. Um because I don't have access to that. Uh, but, yeah, so it's it's not only is it, obviously, this is a shitty thing to have done, and it's a mistake on my part. I own it. I, I just put the wrong build number into the script that does the release. And um, 
but it's on a sh- it's just the shitty timing of to being today that uh that that's the problem so there we are so uh your laptop broke on a day when you needed to get stuff done and i did something stupid on a day when it may be impossible to get stuff done so um john i think we are both having sad days so sad I know. so sad that even barky the failure dog has taken the day off <laughs> That's amazing. It's like there's some minimum honor among thieves. (laughs) He says, you two are such fuck-ups, I can't even be bothered to fail for you today. Really, all I need to do is just hold up up a mirror. (laughs) Well, Scotty, you know how they say that, you know, if you think your problems are big, just toss them in a pile with other people and you'll gladly pick fish yours out again. And that's exactly what I feel. It's like, you know, my, my complaint is basically a third world problem, whatever, first world problem. And I do have an old laptop, you reminded me, but it, it, it's an Intel laptop, which it, it just is kind of painful to work on. And it's really, as I said, it's kind of, it, it is stupid, but and I suppose at, at big shops, they always maintain multiple machines. You, you kind of have to, but as a practical matter as well, it's like, yes, I have a, you know, I have a, a couple, I've been at, at, at Netflix coming up on seven years. I have a couple of laptops. I, I use them. You know, I wear them out. Um, even the keyboards just get worn down a little bit. So switching to it, you know, even if I were to boot up my old uh, Intel laptop, it would still take a fair amount of time just to download updates that I need to to build the current system. So and, this is where I think that it's not about just having an old laptop. It's about periodically setting a calendar, yes, exactly. a calendar thing that I'm spending two hours this morning bringing this laptop up to date. So that is right. now my backup. Yeah. So your your backup computer is never more than one month, two months, three months, whatever you decide is feasible based on the changing nature of your tool chain to yeah. to to allow you to do it. And you know, we're all bad at that. We're we're all bad at it. But it actually on the you know, let, let's say you've done this every quarter for the last, you know, s- seven years. That's, you know, what's that cost you over seven years? You know, a couple of hours of time. It's cost you a couple of days work over seven years. But the moment that you have to dig into that even once, then you'll be very grateful for those two days you've spent over seven years to uh, to keep yourself in a, a working position. Yep. Indeed. And now can I make a complaint about hardware? Another one? You can, yes, go Another ahead. One. Go well ahead. so I mean the well, so in this particular case, you know, I have this 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 app, you know, the, the laptop can kind of work, but the, the 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 screen itself is 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 funky to look at. You hey, know, you're just like saying, can't, you, can't you just run down the app store and, and rather than buying your laptop, just buy just just buy a studio display and plug it in? I guess uh, I guess you do don't that. know if it's the graphics card or the screen. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I'm going to find out by taking it there. Mm-hmm. That's true, um, but yes, that would solve the problems. Like I, um, I could do that, um, but still, at some point, I still have to. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't typically work. Believe it or not, don't don't usually use an external monitor. <laughs> Certainly not at home because I, I just, I just don't have that dedicated setup. You know, uh, you've been to my place. This is all about Viola's kitchen and not not my working area. Um, but you know, the, it, the, it comes down to then, okay, you have a new laptop potentially and you want to do transfer and, and probably, I guess the fastest way of doing it is getting a proper Thunderbolt cable and restoring it from a, a machine, um, in, I forgot what's called in, in mirror mode, right? So you, you attach the, your other machine as if it's a, a, uh, an external hard drive and it copies over that way. Um, and that works if you have the machine. But if I have to leave the machine to to, to be repaired, um, 
you know, I, I don't know what the smartest thing to do, whether I should bring my laptop and then go to the Apple store and prepare to ask them and say, could I have the properly configured Thunderbolt drive so I will restore, you know, set up my brand new machine with this, and then you can hold that machine and do whatever you want with it. And the reason why I have to do this is because my trusted Samsung external, you know, hard drive, uh, SSD drive, I, it is, I've used it multiple cycles for, for time machine backup and restore, but this morning it does not work. So I'm kind of a little bit nervous. <laughs> and and I thought, well, there must exist by now in the ensuing two or three years when since uh, my manager thoughtfully got one of these devices, at the, which at the time were spectacular, uh, and now they're no longer spectacular, but they only have you know, vanilla USB-C interfaces. They don't actually have Thunderbolt interfaces, which is significantly faster. But you can only get super fast interfaces with lower capacity drives. So it's like, you know, Scotty, there's no perfect world. It's funny that, isn't it? The world is not shaped the way you want it to be. Indeed. Well, did anything good happen this week? Uh, well, in about uh, one <laughs> one hour and nine minutes time, uh, there is going to be an Apple event. And ah, that's true. Yeah, by the time this podcast gets released, the Apple event will be over. So there's absolutely no point in us doing predictions because all it does is make us look stupid. Um, <laughs> in the sense, because this will go out the afternoon after. Of course, no one will listen to this podcast because everyone will be listening to the ones that are about the Apple event, not about our one that wasn't about the Apple event. But I'm going to be perfectly. Will you oh, okay, John? No, nothing's going because I'm going to tell you what, I am really not very interested in this event. It's my phone is two years old. I, 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 for a number of years in the beginning of the iPhone was, was just stayed on the annual cycle. Every year I get the brand new phone. Every year I get the brand new phone because just why not? It was exciting. There was always something in it. You know, the last few years, probably since the iPhone 10, I have moved to the officially to the two-year cycle, simply because you really every year, obviously, the phone becomes a better phone. Don't be wrong. It's a fantastic device. It's a great device. But, you know, you can pretty much guarantee that on the whole, uh, the updates are performance updates, um, definitely camera updates, and, you know, maybe screen updates, you know, brightness of color, you know, 120, whatever it might be, which are all really nice and great for them. But they, they, to me, on the whole, are not reasons to go out and spend another $1,000 on a phone um, because, you know, I'm, I'm on the iPhone 12 Pro at the moment. It takes great photos. The screen is great. I would say my only complaint about my iPhone 12 Pro, which is now two years old, is it is you know, possibly the battery can struggle to see out a whole day if I'm if I'm uh, you know using it quite a lot. But um, you know that doesn't happen very often, and you know I have various mechanisms for dealing with that when I'm traveling. So I- I'm sat here when I should be on an upgrade cycle, thinking, do you know what? I'm probably not going to bother now. Of course, if they in an hour's time release something that is so stunningly amazing, or you know, I, I guess always the triggering factor is if there's something that as a developer I have to just have because, you know, otherwise how can you test? So, like, for example, you know, I know you can use uh, the, the Sims and everything, but you probably did need a phone with a notch when the notch came out just to, mm-hmm. just to be able just to have the thing in your hand all the time and see how that was. But I'm sat here thinking reasonably, I'm not even going to watch the event live. I've got some stuff on. I'll watch it later on tonight when I get home. Uh, I'll just watch it on the Apple TV and it's like, you know, I, I'm expecting to probably not 
be buying a phone, even though it's been two years since I last bought a phone. Um, I'm on the understanding that there's not going to be a new style case. Um, if it was a new style case, that might be enough to interest me because it looks different. It's something interesting. Um, there's rumor that this is the last year of the current case and next year we'll see a new case. But yeah, it's, um, I'm reasonably uninspired, um, which I guess, you know, is a sign of the maturity of Apple products that, you know, they, they're struggling to revolutionize. They can only evolution, do evolution, not revolution. And, um, yeah, so I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. They still sell shitloads of the things, so I guess it's not really a problem. But uh, there we are. I find myself quite surprised by my my complete lack of interest. Scotty, do you remember the day you woke up and realized you were dead inside? I mean, is this something that happened <laughs> in the last month or so? <laughs> or it's like, <laughs> oh my word! Well, you're not going to see the event either because you'll be at the Apple Store, won't you? No, well, no, I'll be at the Apple Store after it's over. My appointment's at ten thirty. I mean, twelve thirty rather. But I am going to rush down to to get my drive, and I'll watch the event maybe because I can't really do much do much else while I'm doing backup. I mean, I suppose I could, but. Uh, I suppose, you know, Scotty, since we've only talked about hardware, maybe I will just like yammer on a little bit more about some other aspect of, of Apple hardware. Um, to round I out think I spoke like... about software with software releases that I fuck, oh, right. fucked yeah, up. But, that, but, that was, but don't worry, that John, was a... just, just forget about me. Everybody else does. You carry no, 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 on in your no, own it's selfish Scotty, little world. Off you go. Scotty, Scotty, <laughs> Scotty, take a deep breath. Breathe into this bag. <laughs> Show me on this doll where you were hurt. Um <laughs> It was an absolute hardware failure of your brain. <laughs> that is true. Wetware, wetware failure, as they say. John, I would love to hear your um, software victory of the week. That's not my software victory of the week. It's, it's, it, it's, I have no software victory of the week yet. No, I was going to go on that to, to me, the most interesting thing about this particular release cycle is to find out if, if this, you know, the, the extent to which this actually will be manufactured in India. There was a, an article in the Times, I'll link it in the show notes. But, you know, for, for many, many reasons, Apple and other companies have thought maybe we should not be completely dependent on, on manufacturing in China, which for Apple is like there's, there's almost no way to do it. And, and it, you have all the sensitivities of the fact that Foxconn is a Taiwanese company, but, you know, some of the plants, I, 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 some of the plants actually are on Taiwan. The, I think many of the, the processors are manufactured on Taiwan, but the actual assembly, um, which can, you know, is very, very sophisticated assembly of cases and, and pre- I mean, all, all those different things, super uh, sophisticated stuff, which I actually find fascinating. I know nothing about it, but it is pretty cool. Um, but one of the, the points made by this this article in the Times is that Apple has always proudly said, designed by Apple in, China, in, in California and manufactured in China. And now they said, well, that's becoming less true because in order to make things manufacture, you have to design for manufacturers. You may design this hardware and you say, great, now it's done. But there are you then either have to figure out how to design the robotic assembly mechanism or the, the steps with which these things are assembled or maybe even change the design of it after you kind of figure out how it works or maybe maybe they're they're thinking about you know manufacturer at the at the very beginning phase but it, it, what they said is that you know during the pandemic it became impossible to fly to china and they had to basically start depending on their chinese uh, team to be able to do it to such a degree that they thought that maybe that they would want to say that's no longer just you know entirely designed in china which of course 
China, you know, the, the, the country would love nothing more, I'm sure, to be able to say that this is, you know, increasingly a, a, a Chinese-designed product. Um, and so that, that I find uh, thinking about that, reading about that, learning about that as fascinating as anything else these days. <laughs> Crickets on your side. Uh, no, no, it, 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 yeah. it, no, it is. This, I think, I think globalization is under a threat at the moment because everybody mm-hmm. loves globalization when things are good. But when tension rises, we have a war in Europe, mm-hmm. for example, um, you know, you know, when people aren't friendly to each other, let's say, uh, the fact that you're totally reliant on somewhere else for something becomes a problem. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if over the next uh, uh, few years we don't see particularly big U.S. companies move their manufacturing to a far broader base. I don't think it's no. coming. I, I sadly or well, sadly or understandably or whatever, I don't think it will come back to the U.S. just for economic reasons. Um, but you know, you will not lo- no longer be simply getting all your parts from uh, you know. Uh, China, there'll be, you know, so as you say, India, Africa, wherever, you know, a, a whole distribution that, you know, if one fails, the other can back each other up, just like your laptop, really. Exactly. One needs redundancy in everything. Well, so even even they said if it's manufactured in, in, in India, there's still plenty of, of, of Chinese supply chain presence, if nothing else. They're, they're, they're basically using Indian labor and Indian, you know, engineering skills, um, but still, it's 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 not entirely homegrown in India. Certainly not yet. Maybe no. one day will be. Probably, surely. We will see. So, just staying on this uh, event for uh, iOS 16 and the new iPhone. We're assuming it's an mm-hmm. iPhone because it is in September, and that's when we get the iPhones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, have you had any? We haven't really spoken about this. Have you had any sort of iOS 16 oh. <laughs> issue, yes. issues to, for, that you've had to <laughs> overcome? Ready? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're they're definitely you know iOS sixteen have definitely has either deprecated APIs or made it impossible to even kind of quote unquote safely use ones that were somewhat hidden. You know, and and one that comes to mind in particular is rotation. You know, rotation. To, to be able to go from an embedded video player to a rotate, you know, full screen video player and back, there's there's really effectively no good way to do it. There's only less bad ways of doing it. Some people will do things with using Windows. Some you know apps will do things with forcing rotation, which has weird side effects. I don't know if you ever notice if you play full screen video in Facebook and you kind of force quit the app or, or, or something happens with it, you may notice that your entire screen has been rotated because there are, you can, through the magic of set value for key, <laughs> you, can, you can force changes to, to the rotation. And I believe that, that that capability has essentially been removed from iOS 16. So any app that, that plays around with that or other similar things um, have seen some bugs for iOS 16. So yes, we, we've we've come across and, and we believe we fixed them, but eh, you can't entirely be be sure. Uh, because you're still at, at you know at Apple's mercy. You know, we, we, it, it, they you know you never know uh, when they, when they say they'll ship it. You can guess, but they have surprised in the past, and and you never know when there's one last minute thing that either fixes something or breaks something, and then you're kind of left scrambling. And even during the public beta of a new OS, 
you know, it's it's your fault, not Apple's fault. And, you know, it, it benefits Apple and I suppose third parties as well to have open betas, but it, it, it makes for a difficult thing because oftentimes in order to fix a, a problem on, on a new version of OS, you need to build with a new Xcode. And so then maintaining Xcode build chains, you know, uh, it, with different versions of Xcode is becomes tricky. And especially when you are, are on the cusp of a new release. And if you are going to park a version of something, that becomes tricky and, and that uh, that happens from time to time and it's annoying. And one other thing I've noticed is that um, the strictness with which Swift errors will, will, will be uh, linted or f- cause compile errors changes and things that you used to have to do will break a new one. And a very common case, I suppose, has to do with bridged APIs where, where you know, logically you accept something, expect something to be as something else, um, doesn't, you know, and then you add, you end up that little as question mark in there. And then in, in the next version of it, that will cause a compile error because you don't have to do that. Of course, it, it does it. It's the same thing. It's like, well, in the past, you had to do that. And, and, you know, we've been experiencing that recently with, with, with builds that, that's bit me yesterday. Um, so yeah, <laughs> iOS 16, new version, new bugs, new problems. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's, I mean, the whole Xcode thing, I've got a couple of apps that won't build in the new Xcode for exactly that reason that, you know, some things that weren't errors are now errors in the new Xcode, and I've not had time to go look at them yet. Um, so, yeah. And is, was it last year that, that, that iOS 15 went GM and was released the same day? I think um, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not into the new phone on, on the same day, which obviously gives you... Because the question I always hear is, when do you do your proper testing? Because, you know, uh, not on iOS, but on macOS, I have a number of apps that have some UI glitches under under um, uh, Pet Detective that, that they don't have um, under Monterey. But, you know, yeah, I think I've mentioned this in the last few weeks already. You know, I'm just avoiding fixing them until hopefully you get the GM because once you get the GM, it's okay. This isn't, you know, it's not going to be fixed. Whereas before that, it might be fixed and you might be fixing things that you don't need to fix or because there are internal bugs. But when the, if the GM comes out on the same day as the release, that doesn't really give you much time to take that choice. I mean, now you should have done your work in the first place to say what are our problems and what might we need to fix. Um, But yeah, so the... The I mean, because iOS 16 hasn't gone officially been announced as GM yet, has it? No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. We could both be wrong there. Um, you know, so the initial plan is always to say, you know, it's the moment the GM comes out, you install that and do a full QA run just to say, okay, what's still there, what's not there. Then hopefully you've got sort of, you know, a week to 10 days to pick up those last things that are still issues and get them fixed and get an app store review in and, and, and all the rest before it goes out. But if they GM and release on the same day, that goes out the window. And hopefully I know a lot of yeah. developers, was it last year, maybe the year before that happened and a lot of developers screamed about it. And so hopefully they won't do it again, but it's Apple. They'll do what the fuck they like. And on that happy note, <laughs> <laughs> So there we are. This has been the uh, the really uh, uh, so bad that even Barky the Failure Dog didn't turn up episode. <laughs> there we are. 
Right. Well, he's Barky's Bark, been Barky's been having. He's got a bit of a Twitter following. I think I'm going to accept my Twitter account. Um, I think one of my favourite last week was wondering um, how Barky's uh, uh, contribution to the show would be interpreted by Captionista uh, when, when it had subtitles. <laughs> uh, that was a quite a good comment. That I quite enjoyed. I missed that one. I have to go back and yeah. find that. No. Yeah, that was good. Right. Okay. And. Um, John, you were about to say something, and I'm sure it's to wrap us up, but I'm going to hand over to you to say whatever it was, and if it was wrap us up, great, and if it wasn't, then we'll do whatever that was. Uh, well, uh, it is, was indeed intended to wrap us up, so let's do that. So, Scotty, if people want to pick you up off of the floor or find you in the gutter in East Bollockshire after having exited the local you know, pub... Um, the, the pub that's still able to be open because there's still it's summertime and the heating bills haven't hit and the apocalypse, the pub apocalypse hasn't happened yet. Where where might they do that? Well, it'd be a good time to come and find me. Uh, I'll probably be on Twitter. Uh, not that I'll be reading and things. I'll be pressing uh, refresh and App Store Connect to see if I've gone into review and passed review <laughs> or not yet to do a release for at least the next four hours or so. Uh, but anyway, otherwise on Twitter where I am MacDevNet, where you can tell me what a fool and an idiot I am being for uh, forgetting my build numbers are wrong. And John, if you um, uh, if people want to uh, tell you that uh, you know, hey, get your backside down the App Store and uh, App Store the Apple Store and sort yourself out, where should they do that? Well, they should do that in a place where all positive encouragement is given towards our fellow human beings. Twitter, where you'll find me as Jembe, that's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. Well, John, it's been um, an episode of failure, but uh, maybe the episode itself will be a success. And all <laughs> of the failures of which we've spoken about can be can be floating away in a uh, puff of a uh, sparkly cloud full of unicorns and rainbows as the uh, as the world becomes a better place because the episode has succeeded. This episode brought to you by Spark, your local cannabis dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> Too much hope. Anyway, thanks for listening, John, or talking or doing whatever you were doing. And thanks, listener, for, uh, for listening. Uh, I hope the Apple event brought you uh, much joy because you'll be listening to this after the Apple event. And uh, thanks for listening. And until next time. You take care. Thank you.